Hey, 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 welcome back to the Slay Less Show. This is Slay Less here, AKA Celeste Graham. Today is a really special episode to me because I get to talk about motherhood um, as it affects me personally and politically. And I'm changing the format of the show today. This is the last show for this season. So like, this is like the series finale. And this is really special to me because I get to invite two of my best friends here to kind of like talk with me through my experiences through motherhood. Which is interesting because they're my best friends. They also happen to be sisters. Hello. So cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we get to talk about motherhood, and um, they get to ask me some really hard-pressed questions, some very general and over, like I guess not. I won't say overwhelming, but not general. But like they cover so many different aspects of what motherhood is and what it can consist of. We're also taking shots of Patron uh -huh. during this podcast. Yeah, I might have heard my podcast. Yeah, we me. hear you. This is hard shit to talk about. You can just talk about this shit so much. Right. We have to get a little fucked question. up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we uh, we get to talk about this in a way that uh, is very personal to me because I get to talk about it with my friends. But as I always do, I talk about the show. I allow my guests to introduce themselves and talk about what they do. And I want to say, like, I'm very, very blessed and happy to have Vera and Vicky here because it's so awesome they have so much like cool shit they have so much cool energy they're permitting out into the world and like I just want them to introduce themselves who wants to go first go ahead okay so I'll go ahead and go first yeah Vera okay okay <laughs> plus all your social media handles where we can find you all that so, shit I'm on Instagram at viva underscore la underscore Vera I'm on um, snapchat Vera underscore 2015 i want to say i don't know i should know but i don't just look up vera it's <laughs> <laughs> not too many of us floating around cute little black girl with afro puff that's me yes boo so yeah um that's me i'm one half of the uh, gummy twin set you know we were born two years gummy apart twins. but you know yes i love it we're i love sisters I have a sister. sister. yes all right so i'm me next then huh Yes, baby. All right, so I'm Vicky. Um, social media, I'd say, is Legally Vicky on Instagram, Snapchat. I do also have a SoundCloud. Yes, I am a singer. Yes, um, SoundCloud rapper. Listen to some <laughs> stuff here. Uh, SoundCloud's Vicky A underscore Music. Please leave your comments. Let me know what you think. Absolutely. More Absolutely. coming soon too. So um, I'm happy that my friends, my babies, are here. Like this is very personal. I usually just like pick people to like I think that would align with my topic my vision what I wanted like you know espouse on my platform but today I got to actually invite two of my closest friends and they were like fuck yeah we want to do it we want to come I was like yes okay cool <laughs> so I got them here um we're here today to talk about motherhood um and motherhood is this thing that not only affects mothers but it's this ideal that kind of floats around women that don't also have children or who can't have children so on and so forth it just affects so many different people as far as like what women are expected to think of their roles as mothers mm -hmm. are, so which is why I invited two women who don't have children here today to kind of like have this conversation with me. So, um, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and just dive right in. I'm not gonna like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, bullshit around. <laughs> Tilly -tally. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and just, you know, dive into the shits, get with the shits. So, All right. you know, y'all take it away. So on the one hand, I feel conflicted because of course, I know mothers are the salt of the earth, you know, right, right, make right. the world go round. Where would we be without them? They're the shit. Like, yeah. you know, fathers, you you try. We don't. But <laughs> as far as mamas, like, mamas, you know, are it. 
Mm -hmm. But, you know, we also have this, you know, I'm kind of like a rebel without a cause. I'm kind of, you know, a 21st century woman. I feel yeah. on the one hand, I want to be kind of anti. I want to do all these things I want to do, and I want to travel, and I want to do this, this, and then whatever. And kids, you know, unfortunately, I, on the one hand, I feel like the image that's kind of the not even the image, the narrative that's been pushed to me is kind of mothers are supposed to be stay at home, you know, mm -hmm. you can't have fun, you can't do what you want to do, your life isn't your own anymore, you're supposed to, you know, be doing this and this and that and whatever. So I feel like my my perspective of motherhood is a little, not tainted, but it's kind of just, you know, I wonder, you know, can I, could you really do it all? Right, like right, it's, right, how right. difficult is it? Like how much are you giving up? Stuff like that. Because like I said, you know, mamas are awesome. So it, it, it makes me wonder about myself. Like I, for me personally, I love kids. You know, I think they're great. But I, you know, Vicky always says she can see me having at least one little baby. <laughs> me personally, she's, I, you know. She does. She wants. I, I want, but I'm scared. Yeah, you know? I mean right. it's a scary thing when something like that happens. Your entire life changes. This is coming from who doesn't have one yet. You right. know, congratulations, Celeste, and little baby <laughs> Celeste. By the little way, she is adorable, you guys. Oh my God. But um, I see what you're saying, and it's fear. But I feel like so many things, especially when it comes to women, have changed over time, and For I feel sure. like that's an idea that For is changing sure. over time. And it, it's, it's that idea is going to change by action. It's by people, you know, going ahead, living your lives. If you want a kid, have a kid, but still be able to try and work and have a job and do all mm -hmm. these other things that you want to do. And so it, it can't be done. It's not easy. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's easy. That's where that support system comes into handy, and probably the biggest part of that is a support system being really to have somebody, even if it's not to help with the child itself, just to help with you. <laughs> And your emotions and how you handle things. So it's scary. It is. It is a scary thing and it's a scary thought. But it, it, it we get in there. I also For feel sure. like you. You're a lot closer to it because you're the big sister. So you're you've experienced having to take care of. You somebody. think age? So you think age plus yeah. difference in how I'm like a middle you child. Relate. So yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna admit, you know, <laughs> I love my little brother, but I was not very active in the <laughs> the raising of, mm -hmm. you know. Of course, there's my mom, but Vicky did most of the legwork. So me, I was there, but I wasn't like, you know. So I feel like for her, she's gotten a taste of what it's like, you know, to really care for somebody, you know, to watch somebody yeah. grow. And I was there. Lot, yeah. So, but I just feel like, you know, it's hmm. different for us. For sure. Um, so let's dive into this question. All right. So how does your identity and influence let me let me do that again guys I kind of stuttered <laughs> how does her identity influence the way that you see and perform motherhood all right so my my identity I would say that I am obviously I am an african-american woman that grew up low to middle income I grew up also in an area where the majority of people I was around were we're around, excuse me, you have to use proper English. We're around. They <laughs> <laughs> were actually standing by. We're uh, predominantly, like my teachers, the town I grew up in, like the city, I don't know how much, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but Abilene, Texas is yes, the, stand second, up. the second most conservative city in America. So we out there with the Confederates and the Trump supporters for real. Mm. And um, that really affected, I guess, the Dang, way you that said I in grew America? Mm-hmm, in oh. America. And the whole damn country. And so that really, like, kind of influenced the way that I thought about motherhood, the way I thought about families, the way I thought about economics, so on and so forth. And so my identity has often, um, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I've often felt like I wasn't in a position to financially care for a child. And I was like, you know, I shouldn't have a kid. 
And even when I had my daughter, I'm not ashamed of saying this, but I was like, you know, like, should I really have her? Like, should, am I going to be able to take care of her financially? Mm -hmm. And that was always my concern. That's still my concern. I feel more comfortable now because I'm like, you know, like, yeah, I can take care of her financially. Like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I've had her already. Like, mm -hmm. I can, like, you know, I can... I can figure this I out. I can figure this out along the way. I've already kind of, like, figured out 90% of what it's going to take to really care for her. But... Um, my identity as an African-American woman that comes from a low-income family that's cis, heterosexual, I was just like, you know, like, I'm not married to her father. Is that going to affect her? Like, what if me and her dad don't work out? And when you have a child, like, all this shit starts to really come into play for mm -hmm. you. Like, the shit didn't matter. Like, you know, I was like, you know, me and B when I work, I can throw his ass away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like, that was like, whatever. Like, throw the whole nigga away. Like, that was like before. But, like, you know, like, yeah. now, like, well, yeah, yeah. that's Celeste's dad. Do I want to get up every night alone to change her diapers to feed her? Mm, that's just kind of mm -hmm. hard. So you start taking into mm -hmm. like account yeah. what it how really these takes. Matter and uh, the how practical things, really, so yeah, the really mm -hmm. practical things it takes to like really raise a child. And so that became one of the focal points of like parenthood for me. It's like you know, like I really need to like you know really strive to like understand myself, understand him, understand what my child's really gonna need because you know. At the end of the day, it isn't just about Celeste Louise Graham anymore. It's, it's about Celeste Harlan Berry. Mm -hmm. It's about what she's gonna need. Mm -hmm. And like you know, I can be as arrogant as I want. Like yes, I'm, bitch, I'm a single mom going to get my PhD. <laughs> like yes, bitch. And like I'm doing all those things. Like and I could do those things alone. But <laughs> we'll just all like, take a second to say kudos to you for that though, because that's okay. Okay. you know kudos. But Come like on. I want to say something like kudos. Well, like, kudos to a limited point because that shit not easy. Mm -hmm. So it's like. That's what the kudos is It's funny. not easy, and it shouldn't be as difficult <laughs> as it is. Like, life is, you know, it's difficult. We get yes. that. But, like, yes. you know, you would know. So, like, you know, in that position, it's like, well, shit, like, y'all can mm -hmm. do all that. But, like, you know, when I'm going to school at night and going to teach school in the morning in Pleasant Grove, where I teach kids who are not, they have, like, you know, really difficult emotional mm -hmm. and social and intellectual issues. Like, it's not easy to go teach them, then go to doctoral level classes at night and, right. like, then go to my child yeah. after that like it's not you know yeah as, as easy as i want to say that is like you know as that, as that narrative is like bitch i'm i'm bad i did it by myself like mm -hmm. yeah i could do it by myself but like i want to tell you like that shit not yeah. easy you like, cry very sometimes. real hard sometimes girl i'm Ooh. being in a fetal position like my baby so <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, pour up a shot to that for all of us <laughs> but god damn that's very true man that's that's why Yes, I still say yes. that's why women are so powerful because I a mean, lot of times that's why I feel like it's the weight of the world. Like, yeah, for that sure. That little baby, them little babies, like you know, whichever you decide to do. Like, end of the day, it's it's really coming on you. It is, it is, and I try to explain that to like you know, I say that to men all the time. Like, I have these conversations with men all the time, but like you know. Even to them, even as times change, and the men I'm having these conversations, they're not the men that think in like these very like. Oh well, it's your job to take care of the baby. They don't. They don't think that way. But like, right. I'm like you know, even if you don't think that way, it still it still is ends up that it way. ends up being that way. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So like you know, it's one of those things. I'm like you know, you like Shots you got to take into account. Like it's not just you know yeah. shits and giggles. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not just theory. It's the applied like. Yeah. And reality. I think a lot of that too is you know I've I've always always thought this that because women are the one that that does bear the child. Mm -hmm. There's I don't want to say the connection's different, but I, I definitely think that there's a different relationship that you have because you literally are the one that pushed this 
child out of you. I still tell her for nine months. A certain type of responsibility. Loyalty and responsibility. Yeah. There's a certain type of responsibility that I feel like women have that men don't have maybe initially. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. That's all very circumstantial at that point. Yeah. To the guy, I'm saying. Yeah. But technically for the for most women, you know, we don't always say all because they're all there are lots of different types of situations that we know that are out there. But for most you feel like a di- different type of responsibility when you're the one who actually can't just, you know, yeah. push and dump. You don't see yeah. you, it happens. Push and dump. It needs to happen. <laughs> it needs to be a sound vibe. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I, I will say, like, you know, there are instances that I know of personally where, like, the women don't end up raising their children. The men, the father ends up raising mm-hmm. the child. But, like, you mm-hmm. know, for me personally, I'm like, you know, I, like, I, like, you don't, the, the, the father doesn't have stretch marks across his stomach. Yeah. Like, I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He doesn't have, like, you know, like, he doesn't, he didn't gain 40 pounds. I gained okay. 40 pounds. Like, you know, and it's just the type of thing, so I'm just like, you know, like, not even just the physical things. Like, I feel <coughs> a personal responsibility, like, even if you weren't there, like, the weight of raising our daughter or our child is going to rely on me because... Yep. I'm a woman. Yep. And no matter how much you're a man, people will like applaud you for taking care of your Everything, child. But they will, Whereas they'll look at they me for like, the well, woman you were supposed say, to do What that. kind of mother were you? And you exactly. know what? You knew how I know? Because when I would go on Instagram and I would see them pictures of men with strollers or men doing just the most basic. Look at, look at the lights compared to like, yes, just yes. minimalist shit with their kids. Everyone's like, oh my and God, like, such oh, a great father. But women, it's like, what? <laughs> I do well, that. Yeah, raise your kid every day, right? Three sixty-five, and it's like, yeah, you know, that's great. You know, because like you said, you know, back in the day, I feel like there there is that history of men thinking that you know, raising a child was women's work, and you don't really have to be there. You don't have to be there emotionally. I feel like they were there. Yeah, you know, I can be there financially. I I feel like they never thought maybe not emotionally. I think maybe emotion. Well, I mean, it's like emotionally, but it's always the ways too. Is like. It, men get like a pass for being there. It's like whereas women are expected to. Does that make Mm, sense? Like. It's just like we get to. If you're learn. not there that day, and it's you're also not big. Okay, it's also okay. you kind of okay. get okay. twice the recognition for half the effort type thing, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. Because oh, women like, aren't out here getting like applauded for taking their it? kids to Whole Foods and shit. No, mm-hmm. but when you see a man out there, you know, with his little stroller trying, Absolutely. trying to reach for the, you know, the cabbage Absolutely. and watch the baby, it's, it's it's cute. It's like, oh, you know, look at him, you know, whatever. But women, when you see a woman like that, it's go, mm-hmm. girl, carry on, bitch. Me, I'm trying to get my cabbage. Carry on, bitch. You know what you're supposed to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Question let's, um, number two. Y'all want to take a shot? Yeah, let's take a shot. I think we deserve one. <laughs> what, are we we drinking che- what are we cheersing to here? Oh, shit. What are we cheersing Can to? Can I do my cheers? It's a little Do your cheers. We'll, we'll all do is one. Is okay? It's you a start. little vulgar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> here it is. Cheers to panties. All right. Okay. They're not the best thing in the world, but they're all the closest thing to it. To the closest, but all right, I'm, I'm fucking with it. Vicky, you know, I have a panty phobia. Why would you <laughs> <laughs> cheers to like this? I'm not gonna get into it, but <laughs> panty phobia aside, it is you... the closest thing to it. Uh, These are terrible. Okay, we're not gonna. What do you want to cheers to? That's why I said they're not the best thing. <laughs> I want to cheer to the spring slash summertime. You know, yeah, it's warming up. Baby. We're out yeah, here. We're about to be in the gym. Hey. We're about to be, you know, summertime fine. Ready? Exactly. Yes. It's approaching fast. Y'all. So we need to take exactly. a tequila shot and hit the gym tomorrow. Okay. Right. Real, <laughs> let's, let's start after Thursday. Friday because Friday I want to, you know, last day. <laughs> I want to cheers to 
all of our personal and professional development because yeah. that shit is important. Like personally, you gotta develop personally before you can develop professionally. So I want to yeah. say like personal development, like all the shit we may not talk come. about to other people, but like all the shit that we're like working on, like. I see that shit and I love it and I love it. Yeah. So like, it's important. It's important. It helps you find yourself and Absolutely. be able to really grow. Yeah. Cheers. Mm. That was a little small shot. Sorry, guys. I under right. under poured those. Speaking of identity, yeah, the work that you do does end up molding your identity. Oh, I was a lot. Oh, just kidding. So when you're thinking about motherhood and even like, I kind of I almost feel bad for some women because the. The idea of motherhood, even if it is exciting, they may not be able to really be excited about it because you may not get the paid leave. You may not get yeah, this and that. You may not get, you know, the support. You may not, you may worry about whether your job is going to be there or not afterwards. So. No, absolutely, which kind of is a perfect segue to our next question. Um, I'm actually, and I'll talk about this. I'll let you ask the question first, and I'll, I'll talk about this afterwards. So the question is, how do you feel mothers are shamed? How are women who decide to not have children shamed? Okay, this is a very broad question that I want us to spend a lot of time on because I see so many on different sides, mm-hmm. like especially like <clears throat> social media. I'll just say this: Black women, we own that shit. We really got the sauce. We drip uh-huh. sauce and pop flavor, bitch. Look, like, we got social media on lock. Like we are, the, we are the trendsetters. Twitter, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. Instagram, you're welcome. Goddammit. Oh so, nine, you're welcome. Literally, and so like I see it's so nice. this weekend. In fact, I um I had to do this special training. I used to volunteer at the prison for the juvenile center, and I had to do this training to re um restart it for myself. And so now what we're doing this Saturday, I'm actually going to meet with mothers who have lost their kids to foster care. Mm. And this is really important to me. It has a lot of like personal weight to me now since I have a child. Like mm-hmm. before it's like, oh, going to meet with these women, like let's talk to them, like how see how like you know how they can like fix whatever. Mm-hmm. But now it's like this is a very personal issue to me because I know what it feels like to have a kid and to lose and like not not to lose a kid, but like what it would feel like if I lost mm-hmm. my child. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I will say like I think I see this dichotomy where it's like one or the other a lot of this time on social media. I see a lot of girls and like I, I don't fault these girls because a year ago I was this I was this girl like, bitch, I got my degrees, like I got my money, like I ain't trying to have no kids. Like I'm just gonna get this dick and keep it moving. Like, <laughs> or may, maybe even if the dick, I don't even care about the dick, I'm just trying to keep get this bag, okay. secure the bag, keep it I'm moving. Here so for like the bag. I'm here for a good time. Listen, and like I I so much that is our girl group of friends like we're all about the bag we're all about like trying to like you know we all independent bitches up on the dance floor not saying that we don't care about families or things that are i I don't want to say sentimental because i thought it's almost like reducing what families really consist of Mm -hmm. but like not saying we don't care about those things but like we're all about like let's secure the bag it's like i that's definitely our for our group of friends like y'all like part of my closest group of fans so like It's one of those things where I get that. I'm like, you know, what is the dichotomy? And, like, how do we kind of, like, dissect and talk about the dichotomy of, like, having kids and, like, what it means to actually have children as opposed to, like, well, I don't want kids. I want a dog instead. I want a mm-hmm. cat instead, which is perfectly fine. And, like, mm-hmm. how do we find the in-between where we're not shaming women for either or? Like, right. women who have children are not loose-ass hoes who cock their legs over too yeah, soon when they had kids. Right. Like, and women who don't want children aren't like selfish ass bitches who like are too selfish to have children have kid, yeah. or like, less than women or less yet yeah, less than women are too selfish to have kids like i'm like i don't i don't like that i don't believe in that because 
I've literally been on both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like literally last year, I was the girl who like I didn't want kids. I didn't fault women who had children because I understood like you know like that's important. That's you know that's very like sacred yeah. to have a baby, to have a child, to yeah. like you know yeah. raise yeah. a child, to yeah. like with the whole experience of having childbirth. I also understood medically like what it's like to actually have a child and like. I want to talk about that today, like, you know, through my pregnancy, <laughs> girl, I had to see four doctors. That's not heard oh, of. Four? I saw an OBGYN. I saw an endocrinologist. I saw an ophthalmologist. I saw a maternal fetal medicine doctor. Good. And, like, all of a sudden, I was like, God, like, my fucking science experiment, like, why am I seeing all these doctors? And it's because pregnancy has been so medicalized that, you know... Medicine equals money. Right. Ooh, let's course. talk about that. Let's talk about that. So I'm gonna let y'all let's take it from there. I'll, I'll let you take that. it from there. Like you I'm interested to hear because you know it's something that's not talked about very often. But it's like Girl. when it comes down to the actual logistics of having a baby, because you know, find out you're pregnant and you're excited, you're ready to have this baby. But then it's like, okay, you have nine months to prepare, right? So you would think yes. you would be able to yes. set shit in mo- figure some shit out. Right. So I was watching this little video about um, this man and this woman. Basically, they were having a baby and they were trying to figure out what's going to be their most viable option as far as where to have the baby. And it was crazy because they couldn't, you know, the hospitals couldn't quote them. They couldn't even give them a relative number for how expensive it would be to have the baby. Right. So I'm just like, wow, you know, that's just something that, you know, isn't really talked about. It's not really something you think about in the moment. But... I just, you know, how does that impact you as a parent or as somebody who, who recently had a child? Like, having to see four doctors, I can't imagine how much. It's so much, especially when you have, like, I'm, I'm a teacher, so, like, I have a career, obviously. Um, I can't just take off, you know, mm-hmm. willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, do that coordinatingly to, like, my students. I care about my students. I care about their success. I can't just be gone all the time. Otherwise, it affects my students, too. So it does, um, you definitely take that into account. Um, seeing all these doctors, I will say, like, I called my insurance and I was like, hey, like, you know, how much is it going to cost? And, like, just talking to my mom, my mom's a nurse. My mom's been a nurse for, like, 30 years. And she's like, I'm going to tell you right now, she's like, you know, it's going to cost for you to have a vaginal delivery between twelve and 20000 She's like, if you have a C-section, which you won't really know unless you actually or in an emergency situation, you actually have to have a C-section. It's like right now your doctor's telling you to have vaginal delivery, which is like if you have to have mm. a C-section, it's going to be kinda like you between. Kinda, you don't really have a choice, yeah. right? You got to, like, you got, the baby has to come out alive, right? <laughs> right. It's like, like, it's like, do you want it or not? Do you want it or not? It's like, well, yeah, I do. I've carried this motherfucker for nine months. It needs to come out alive. So, like, it's one of those things where it's like, she was like, you know, it's going to be anywhere between 30 and 40,000 to have a cesarean section. No. A cesarean section, that's the delivery. Really? Not taking into account Jeez, you staying that. in the hospital right. and you doing this and that and X, Y, and Z. And so I, you know, my, one of my born. mentors, Dr. I mean, because I was, the video I was watching, yeah. it was a lot of it was not even necessarily because, like, you know, baby's been birthed since the beginning of time. So right. we've got and, that we've had, we've had midwives and stuff before, but because... We've got that now. Medicine has been male. It's been, like, it's you been know... It's been commodified. It's been commodified, and, like, it's about, money. like, it's about capitalism, about men being, oh, I'm a doctor, and I know what's best OB-GYNs, for you. OBGYNs, like, the ones whenever you go to have a baby, those OBGYNs mm. are surgeons. So they're Listen. for emergencies. They're not for just... Right. They're not trying to sit there and wait 24, well. 48 <laughs> hours with you while you just 
struggle yeah. through this pregnancy. They're kind of like, you, well, you know, I my don't surgeon know. was not there for all 17 hours. My surgeon mm. showed up that morning. Fresh. Well, let me see. <laughs> I, got, I went to the hospital. Well, me and B, and I was like, look, like I'm in labor. Like we need to go. Mm. We went. I had already been dilated a centimeter that Tuesday. We got there that Thursday. I was up at four centimeters. She called my doctor. The doctor's like, hey, we're gonna keep you. Whatever, whatever. The doctor who actually delivered me was not there all throughout that evening, all throughout that morning until like about nine o'clock, about thirty or forty minutes before I started pushing. She came in fresh faced. Like I was like, look, bitch, you got a good night of sleep. Like you know, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Like what's good? And it was literally so astounding to me that she hadn't been there. Not because necessarily she should have been there, but like the way that medicine works as yeah. far as like what they charge you for. Yeah. And so she showed up that morning. And I was like, oh, I've been here Her neck going to be on that bill. I'll, I'm going to tell you right now, I only pushed for about 30 minutes, and then baby Celeste was there. Mm. So I was like, okay, like, I'm paying for all this shit. Yeah, My insurance you, is paying for all this shit, but you actually were not we're here. We're barely here. Right. Mm -hmm. So. That's a good point. I, I, that's, a, that's, paying, a whole, that's a whole topic for, that's a. Listen, that's a whole wow. different podcast, like yeah. for real. Okay, we could go on. On just and on. to say, you know, having a baby, it's just it's a lot more than, you know, it's a lot it's big. It's Girl, a big deal. It's a big deal. Listen. Every asset. It's a big deal for But sure. like I said, I feel like the whole the act has been commodified and now it's like a it's it's capitalism. It's it is what it is. Like they'll charge you out the wazoo because they can. Because they can. Yeah. The and you're out of hospital. It's you know, midwives are expensive too, and you know, midwives do their thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> y'all saw that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just, he both said one guy and said, two niggas. They were like, one look, the other one look. Then they both look. Y'all, we fine. We got some spectators. We're not, we not sweating them now. They gave us that eye. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Y'all ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for the next one. Go ahead. All right, so how is the role of parenthood placed more on women than men? Take it away. I will say this. Um, That's a good one. And I, I want y'all to kind of chime in for course. Like, this is like, this is like for y'all to interview me. This is more of like an informal setting than what I usually do. But I definitely want y'all to chime in with y'all's opinions, y'all's thoughts. But I will say, um, I mean, shit is obvious in most ways, right? Like, motherhood. You're the mom. Like, you got to do the... Girl, we, we struggling. We're going to struggle. I'm looking at this like, this should be enough. Uh, I didn't anticipate what I had. We were trying so hard to ration out the rest of this to keep. I was about to say, I, I don't know if we, I'd be greedy if I just pour this last <laughs> little. We want to get drinks after this. Look, we fuck are, the bullshit. I know. I was like, well, I'm not going to do anything. No, I'm not. We're going to get drinks after this. Oh, man. But I will say, I think that. <laughs> I just, I feel like it is. I think, I definitely think there's a higher expectation from women. And I say this because I, I worked at a, at a preschool for two yeah. years. And uh, I, I just remember seeing when single moms would come in really late to pick up their kids. And some, you know, peop, some people, some other parents, you know, they always had their opinion about the parent that was late because she was work. She was at work. She got off of work and now she's here. Right. Then I would also see a lot of the flip sides. You would see guys come in late, or and just any effort that a man would do to pick up their kid or drop mm -hmm. off their kid was seen as, you are doing such a great job. Like you're Providing. trying your mm. hardest. Good job. But like here's mom, and she's five minutes late, and it's like whoa, you need to be better at this. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot of pressure, a lot more like a higher expectation 
because of that thing we were talking about earlier with like right. should, you know how we say that that's something that women do all the time and now all of a sudden men are taking on that role a little bit more and we're starting to see it a little bit more as far yeah. as imagery of that I mean so it's interesting to me I don't know I, w- I will agree with you I think that um Women by default, because we carry them for the children. We're seeing it's like, well, you need to be doing this, 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 and that for the children, even if you have X, Y, and Z going on. Like, I will say this: like, it's it's hard to take care of a child. Yeah. It's hard to like get up. It's hard to like, especially when you have the disposition that I have. Like, I have the kind of disposition, the kind of person. I'm like, bitch, I like to sleep in. I like to be asleep. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sleeping. I'm like, I hear the baby sleeping. I'm like. Oh fuck! Like, I'm like waking up out of a coma. I'm like, oh shit, she's she's crying. Like, how long has she been crying? Like, I really don't know how long she's been crying. But I'm like, okay, I got to get up. And I'm like, you know, I don't have the kind of dispositions. Like, anytime my baby cries, I'm like, where's she at? What's going on? I'm like, no, like, I probably didn't hear her the first two or three times she cried. I'm like, I just now heard her because that's just the way my body responds to it. And so, it's one of those things where. I feel a sense of guilt within myself without anybody else having to push that on me, but just like society in general. I'm like, mm. okay, like, I gotta go check up on my baby. I gotta go do this. I gotta go do that. I even told her dad the other day, I was like, you know, you hog her. So you hog her from me. Like, you don't let me hold her too. You don't want me <laughs> hold her enough. You don't let me burp her enough. And like, he's like, bitch, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you know, it's one of those things where I, I totally get that because as a woman, that's what I'm expected to do. But at the same time, like, you know, I am a woman. I am. I have a career. I'm also a PhD student. Like I have X, Y, Z amount of shit going on mm-hmm. that like most women do not have going on when it comes to raising a child. Mm-hmm. So like, where is like my leeway? Where is like my chance? Mm-hmm. To, like necessarily like go okay, ahead. Like I need I need a break or I, or I need a I need a break to like to like you know yeah not even a break just a break to breathe like well, I'm, I'm glad you said that woosaw like a, it is a little break because it's it's very important to have even if it's just a few minutes to yourself yes you absolutely no matter you can't take care of other people unless you yourself is taken care of you know and I feel like people Vicky that's so important just that I feel like people don't get that mm-hmm. they don't no, acknowledge that especially when you it can't. comes to women yeah. so I'm like you know like how do you expect us to be like it's pretty ironic how men I have seven act arms. Like, yeah, you know, like I'm like Shiva with all these arms. If I don't feel well, if I'm you know not I mean? good, if I'm not I okay, need to be okay right. to, help, to be this yes. power source that never stops, but you're never really allowed to just recharge. You know, never. People, that's this one. Just kind of when it, what's this? Like I don't know what the saying is, but you know, people always expect an output. But it's mm-hmm. like the input for your, which would be ourselves and for, for like, women, they're just forgotten all of a sudden. No, and for women, there really is no input. It's like you know, you're mostly you're just expected to output, like you're expected to clean, yeah. you're expected to cook, yeah. and I'm like, you know, like be there, take care of this. You don't, you this, don't really understand this, like me. how much effort Have sex that with me takes. Right now. Yes, like right. not only to be like the keeper of the home, to fuck your husband or your boyfriend, mm-hmm. like you know, like. You gotta keep him satisfied, mind, keep him good. I'm like, you know, like this is cool. Like I get, a, I get, I get a beneficial output. Right. Like, in most instances, it does, in most, it does, it does most instances from this, most, but like it's like you know, another like podcast for another time. Look, we don't talk. Look, we don't talk about <laughs> the about female anatomy Jesus. and pleasure, cause like some of you niggas know what the fuck y'all doing. And think you do, and, and be confident that like you know what the fuck you're doing. I'm like, no, babe. I'm gonna get y'all there. Oh, that video. She looked like she was liking it. She's acting this porn. She's Paid to do she was faking the fuck out of it, and it looked like it, and you still bought it. That's right. why, man. That's why. They're just so oh visual. They, they, right. Poor babies. They're gonna learn. Right. We're gonna teach them. Poor babies. I mean, that's another thing where we're talking about um, when it comes to the role of womanhood. You know, I feel like men 
because men can have multiple babies at one time. Women, yeah, you can only physically have one baby right. at one time. Right. Yeah, one, you can, you can have one time. Twins, triplet, whatever, yeah. obviously. But right. at one time. But men, you know, it's kind of like you're just depositing your sperm your is just like whatever. Yeah. Like what is, yeah, whichever one's makes it. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that yours, goes to my point what I was talking about earlier about this, that little bit of a different connection that you have just because of what physically is happening. You know, you can, mm-hmm. it's easy to... Ch- 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 Everywhere. Yes, you may love your kids, take care of your kids. I'm not saying that you don't, but mm-hmm. it'd be different. It'd be a whole different story if men were the ones having these babies. I guarantee you that. Oh, I guarantee you it'd be different. <laughs> I guarantee you that. All right. So for the last question of the night, mm-hmm. what are the uncertainties you? Oh, <laughs> that's the tequila, sorry guys. <laughs> what are the uncertainties you have about motherhood? Uncertainties I have about motherhood. This this is a test. This is technically the last question. This is not where we're gonna stop for the night. Well, this is the last question. Um, you know, I I have to ask myself a lot of the time. I'm like, you know, as someone who is who was pregnant for nine months, someone who gave birth, someone who had a diabetic pregnancy whereas you know my birth was considered my pregnancy was under high risk mm. I had to constantly and consistently watch what I ate during my pregnancy watch what my blood sugar was watch what you know what was going on with her so on and so forth like I, I expected her to be a lot bigger like I had her two weeks before I was actually supposed to because mm. she had gotten to the point where it's like well she kind of like went into labor her own I was like I'm dilated for centimeters like you know like I'm, my mucus mm-hmm. plug is like out like yeah. she coming like yeah. what's good like she's yeah. on her way and it was one of those things where um, I would say my uncertainties as a mother came from like, okay, like, how do I balance being ambitious and wanting my doctorate degree and wanting to really pursue my career and like be a person that can better help the world and like, you know, be an assistant to women who don't have the type of resource they really need to be the proper role models to be the mothers they want you to be the people they want to be to their children mm-hmm. as opposed to like what I already have been given it's like I really struggle with that and I still struggle with that like you know like I'm still in the process of like really figuring out like it's going to take me four or five years to get this doctorate degree like this is not some shit that's going to happen yeah. overnight like you know like this is not yeah. but I think that's very mature of you though to know and understand that fact now because you do understand that there, you do have a lot going on mm-hmm. and, and it's going to take you a while it's not it's not, it's not, it's not that it's not going to get done but it'll take you a second. That's a lot better to have that mentality. And maybe, mm-hmm. hey, maybe in a year, you might get the hang of it. There might be some type of, you know, you never know what happens. Right, so much right, happens right. in a year. But it's very <clears throat> mature way of thinking and just so progressive because you understand that, hey, this might take some time. Some people think the opposite. I've heard it. You know, like, well, I'm I still going like, to do what this the fuck? in this amount of time. And you're like, I'm not saying that you're not going to, but right. don't go into it with that mentality because you're just going to let yourself down. Right, you're going right. to stress yourself out, and then you're going to hate your situation, and you're going to hate your life instead of enjoying and, and, it. And see, I'm glad, I'm so glad that you said that's so important because I've been there in that position where I have not, I'm like, oh, I can do this. I've been arrogant about, like, what I can do. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be arrogant about what I can and can't do because the thing is, like, I can factor in what I think I can do academically and mentally, but like the thing is, like life doesn't stop. Yeah, you're gonna be tired. You're gonna be sick. You're gonna have like bills. You're gonna have all this other shit to take care of. And like you know, you're gonna want to sleep. You're gonna want to, you know. Look, and I look, and I've been there, and I've been there. Like I've wanted, like I always told Laura this. I'm like, you know, like. I've been in the position to where, like, everyone was, like, apart from me, and I was looking by myself, and, like, I didn't have anybody. I didn't feel like I had anybody to reach out to because I was so, like, 
well, I've been so like adamant about being able to do this by myself. I don't feel like I can reach out to my, and it wasn't that I couldn't mm. reach out to y'all. It's just like I had like tricked myself into thinking that I shouldn't and that I couldn't. Mm. But I could, you know what I'm saying? Because right. like, y'all were still there, my, y'all were still my friends, my family. But you know, it's just yeah. doing, going through all that. I'm like, you know, you have to really be honest about yourself and honest to yourself about when you're tired, like take a break. Yeah. And like yeah. that, people like you know. And don't be and, and be able to just take a break and be able to like, admit to yourself you're tired. I think that's what a lot of us have like a hard time sleep. doing. And, and vulnerability is hard. When we're being vulnerable and yes. being tired. You, you you get into a vulnerable state. You know what I mean? It's it's not you're, you're not at full capacity when you're sleeping. No, you're, you're tired. Not. You need you're to not. rest. You're not. You know. So that's a huge lesson too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really big lesson. It's just kind of learning and understanding where your thresholds are and who you are and what. You know, what ticks your buttons and what doesn't? And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, how relationships, especially close ones, kind of relate to your life in the moment and being able to understand that and take ourselves out of, I don't want to say a selfish place, it's not selfish, but it's its more of, when you know when you internalize things, you're kind of, it's, it's harder to say it out loud at mm-hmm. the end. Does that make sense? Absolutely. No, I will say this. I will think, I say that, um, I was talking about this. No, I don't. I don't think I talk about it enough. But like, um, how we go through, like our generation, we go through this like idea of like a hustling mentality. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta hustle. Yeah. I gotta hustle. And like you know, to a certain extent, you gotta hustle. But at the same time, like you can only do so much, really. And so when you can't hustle to the point that you want to get to, you look at this it failure. It's like, well, you can only do so much. And like, when you like neglect the fact that like you know some shit really is just look of the draw you look at that as like a failure and like you look at it as like oh i couldn't do this i couldn't do that like you know i've got to a place where i think of like you know i'll do as much as i can but at the same time like what i can do is what i can do and what i can't is what i can't like either it's gonna work in my favor it's not like i'll keep trying but at the same time like you know what's meant to be will be right what's meant to be will be and what's not will not so no matter how hard you try no matter what you do absolutely absolutely so i think you know and and having that conversation so i love the fact that you said that it, where our generation we always use the word hustle we're always hustling yeah trying to move fast to carry the bag you know. and i think that's where we let our we fall short with our expectations or what we expect and what we actually do mm-hmm. so much because the definition of hustle says force you know, quotation, force, someone force to move hurriedly or unceremoniously in a spec in a specified direction. Right. So it's that quick, that trying to get it fast, dot dot dot. And I think that we've been so spoiled by that word too, that that's what we expect to happen in life. But that's not how life works. Time right. does go fast. Right. Time. We've given it a positive connotation, like but it's, it's not that. You know, it's expected. not the most healthy way to go about doing what you need. With the belt, I think the healthiest way is planning goals and achieving those goals. You know. I agree. I definitely think the healthiest way is taking Why it a day at a time. Why are looking in our window? Because we're the only women in the, the building, so they have to. Look at that shaggy. I'm telling y'all, everybody keeps walking by this window and looking and smiling up in here. Anyway. Um, damn it, what was I saying? Hustle, hustle, baby. Oh, 
hustling. Yes. So there's no emphasis on happiness. There's no emphasis on fulfillment, personal, mm-hmm. you know, achievement, personal, gain, personal development, hobbies, mm-hmm. interests, whatever. I remember mm-hmm. I had a friend who was like studying in accounting and he was like getting on his sister for studying dance because he's like, you're never going to get anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your money? Yeah. And I'm like, imagine if all that negativity was support and you, you know, helped her, you helped How her. How can dance make her successful? What, what can, can you do? do? You like to dance. How can you make money doing what you love to do? Because at the end of the day, not everybody's going to be a J-Lo. Not everybody's going to get paid millions to or dance. Or Vicky. But you can live. Right. <laughs> or okay, Vicky. Okay, so, But you Just can I'm. live life. You can do what you want to do. Like, you don't have to get pigeonholed into being one certain thing or right. living one certain type of life. Like, in any type of regard, whether it be career-wise, you know, whether it be mother-wise, like, that's just not something that's yeah. really told to most people. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's why, even though I love all the jargon and the slang that we use as our generation, and it's just, it's very, it's supposed to be fine with all the different, you know, it's optimistic. And I'm, you know, I'm an optimistic person. Uh, The second description of um, hustle says obtain or forcefully action or persuasion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's always that that undertone of like force. Of force and and I gotta go get it. I gotta go get it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. Gotta swindle. Gotta gotta do what you gotta gotta do to get it it done the fastest and the quickest. Mm -hmm. And I know that we want things to be done quickly. No one wants to be stale for too long and you shouldn't be stale for too long. But if you're constantly making and achieving goals and setting goals for yourself, and, and conquering those, you're gonna you're going to progress. You right. know, you're going to something's going to happen. Right. You can't keep putting stuff out and nothing's gonna happen. I don't believe that the world works like that. I don't. Mm. Yeah. I don't. You know. I'll, I'll be controversial in saying this, and I feel bad, but like I don't believe God works that way. Like yeah, I'll be honest. I, agree. Like, I just don't think He does. So. I you know, here or there, but I mean, look at some of our pop stars. You look at them and you wonder how. Yeah. <laughs> how did they get Where? there? You know why? Because they tried. They tried. They tried, and somebody saw them, and they fucked with them. And it's like you know, it's not always about being the most talented. Because at the end of the day, you know, there's some. That is what computers seem to be for. (laughs) What's meant for you is meant for you. And it's like if you see it for yourself, and that's where that that developing yourself comes into. You really learn what is meant for you. Other people will see it for you, right? Even when they don't want to. Absolutely, absolutely. I love smart women. Uh, motherhood, the motherhood, and motherhood. So I will ask y'all this question. I will feel like, as women who do not have children, um, do you feel like, especially like there's this culture of millennials, like don't have kids, we can't afford kids. And like, I mean, (laughs) we can't afford kids. I'll be the first to say, like we can't fucking afford kids. I'll tell you that right goddamn now. But do you feel like you're shamed in any way to not have children? And what and in what ways are you shamed to necessarily not have children? Like what ways are like you discouraged from like motherhood or against motherhood, so on and so forth? <laughs> for me personally, it's been more of like children are for marriage, sex is for marriage. So yes, anything outside yes, of that, yeah. you're just it's questioned for you sure. You know, red A and mm, you're just starting. That's my issue, first and foremost. And mm-hmm. so I feel like, you know, people have been having babies since the beginning of time. Sex and kids are older than the institution of they marriage. They absolutely fucking are. But people kind of forget that. I'm all for, you know, I get the idea behind it. It's like, you know, because these niggas, we can't let them run loose the way they do. And I get it. Like, <laughs> marry him first or have him marry you. <laughs> Shit. Some. Then you have the baby. Some. Then you whatever. Right. It makes sense, in theory. 
But in practice, <laughs> it don't always work that way. It don't work right. that way a lot of times. And, you know, it shouldn't, why should it? Like I said, marriage is just something we made up. <laughs> we were just I like, you know what? Right. Uh-huh. We bored. Let's do something new. And that's Gotta get married. That. Right. Absolutely. Gotta get married. And so I feel like, you know, for, especially for a lot of parents, like I get the idea behind it. But for a lot of parents, you know, especially African parents, you know, I know it's, I'm, I'm sure across, you know, across the world it's the same thing. But Africa, there's just... So much, you know, emphasis put on pride and morality and morality and, Absolutely. You, you know, the way you look. It's not even about you necessarily. It's just the way you look and how you present how yourself you and how you make your family you look perceived. and stuff like that. How you make your mother be perceived. Right. Absolutely. It's like, you know, can't give people something to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. oh, there she go. There go that one daughter. That was, you know. But men don't get the same, of course, treatment. You know, men, you start popping out babies at 15, 16 Nobody, no, obviously not you, but nobody's <laughs> going to chastise you the same way as if you're a woman and you have, you know, you're 15 and you have a baby. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Vicky, do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see the uh, the wheels over there turning, girl. Well, I just, I think you had asked uh, about not being shamed, right? Yeah. yeah, like about being ashamed, about not being ashamed, like so on and so forth, like either or, right? Really. I. <laughs> oh I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> we, I started talking and listening to the other thing. I forgot what the what the question question. So was. the question is like, <laughs> in what ways have you been shamed or not been shamed for not having children? Not having children. Right. Okay, okay. So or, I think yeah. that for me kind of comes down to more of where I am in my life, which is being 27, which I think is young, but apparently people think is old. Girl, for I'm kids. like confused. So I thought she was young, like bitch. So young and popping no. and, and fresh. No. But, you know, <laughs> I think where my people, because I do want kids, if you know me, if you yeah, don't I know do. me, I, I love do. children, I want kids, I do want a lot of them. I don't have any yet, but I'm also in a hurry. If it happens, it happens. Awesome. But I feel like I get from when people ask me, oh, how old are you? And I'll be like, oh, I'm 27. Like, do you have any kids? I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, really? You have no kids yet? You're kind of like, yeah. You expect no. to at least have the first or second one out the way at Yeah, that age, you're kind of right? like, not yet. I mean, I want them, but not yet. Right. So I feel like I get shamed in that way of, of it's an age thing. And I think it comes to this old school mentality of having, you know, women have children young and by your th- by 32, your eggs are gone. Right. You know? And so right. I think my mom had me at what? Thir- uh, 32? No, I had me at 31 and my sister at 26. And that, that was considered think, like, you know, young for yeah, each age. It was like so. super young. And so. It, I think I'm still, I, I have time and I'm fine. I'm, I'm tripping old, because 31 is like... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was old. Yeah, 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 yeah it was old. But it's crazy, because you <clears> get shamed <throat> for having babies young, and you get shamed for having, having babies, babies old. old. Exactly, and, and that's like, it, come, kinda, it comes right way. back to what you said earlier about if it's not within a marriage, I guarantee if the girl's 18, but she's married, and she, you know that she's married, and it's uh-huh. like, oh, but she's married. You know, of course, it's expected. She's she, married. If she's thirty-two. She's, she's supposed to have kids. She's married. She's like, it's okay because like it really comes. It really boils down to like, I always said this. I'm glad y'all mentioned this. It really boils down for me a lot to a marriage and like the institution of marriage. Mm-hmm. When people think about marriage, like, mm-hmm. what well, are you like? Who's gonna take care of the baby? I cannot tell you. I'm like, okay, like, 
I have a master's degree. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I'm straight. I'm sorry. Like, I can figure it out. I also feel like for a lot of women, marriage is like a security blanket. And they... From, from this thing, is like, regardless of, like, your educational, regardless of, like, your income, all this shit, like... None of it really, matters. It really, it really doesn't, because that is... His, that is security. Are you married? You got you a man? I've got the ring, <laughs> What's bitch. What's he gonna do? I got, I got him. Well, There's I'm a name. wife. I'm, I'm a like, wife. And I'm like, well, okay. shit, like, I don't well, even know if I want to marry a girl. What you mean? So, like, now. Does your husband We're just trying to get her here healthy. What's she talking about? Like... We should that's read that's crazy the, that's the how, priority, how like get her some hair women healthy, determine like, you know hierarchy by being married or by not. being married. Yes, it is. And I'm just like, it okay, is. like, well, like that doesn't really say anything about you as a person. It's the same shit about age because people get married at varying ages too, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's yeah. like you know. And you know, so we you know, relive in a reality TV era, you know, and you have your your ball players and your your shot callers. Girl, and, listen. But you have they'll listen. be married to women and they'll have side babies and whatever. And people act like, oh, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Like the only reason this is a deal is because you got caught. Like mm-hmm. you had a, a product. Uh-huh. But it's it's still a big deal. Like and so it's just crazy to me how women, you know, will kind of tell themselves at the end of the day, I'm the wife. I'm the pro, you know, I'm the one he chose. So whatever. No, bitch. Happens. And, you I don't know, and I think that is. and I think that that mentality comes from not knowing yourself or having much goals and stuff for your own self or when or to where you're to the point where you're kind of in your man's shadow, I want to say, in the nicest of ways. But I think that's where that comes from, because if you're getting fucked around on and getting cheated on, blah, 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 who's going to say, well, I'm still the wife? Like, no, I'm being Bitch, okay. I don't care about I'm being cheated on. Like, right. Mean, obviously, you don't think I'm the wife, so I'm out. Bye. Right. But myself, because I mean? you're cheating on me. But right. But for you to continually right. use that as an, well, this is why I'm still relevant. It's because so I'm. So, why do y'all think Rashida stayed with Kirk? Oh. <laughs> so, wait. So, just fill I me in. After. Hold on. You guys, wait, like wait. a burnt piece of toast. But, I just don't like him. We're going to scratch that, sir, from the edit. I don't we, like him. I know you don't, but we still don't call him. He's a lot. He is such so just, mean. He's an asshole. He is an asshole, but you know what it is? Do you know what he is? He is he is an insecure man who finds security in, in having sex with women and, and finding outside sources. He is not, I think because yeah. he wanted to be an artist or producer or whatever he does whatever he still does and i don't know how much success he has he might have a little obviously they can afford a nice place so obviously he's doing something i mean i would think so but i still don't think that he ever got to where he wanted to be and he is now using that as motive you know what i mean as, as like a bat it's like a bat it's like this i'm macho i'm man i do what i want I so am. I feel like man, it's some kind of gratification. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. That's, so that's what it only ever is. That, or you have to admit that you're a sex addict and you have a problem. I was the same. But how I many think people are truly sex addicts? No, I would think with him, it's like he gets a kick out of being like I. And I say this all the time: niggas are gold diggers too. Yeah. He is a fucking fuckboy who has Rashida. Rashida's a boss ass yeah. bitch. Yeah, she's a knows badass that. boss ass bitch. He knows but that. She, he, he had knows he that. had some type of thing over her when she was an artist and he was like managing her or whatever he was doing. And I just I feel like he just has a weird thing with control because that's what it always comes down to. And he when she I, wanted I, I to open her that. store, he yeah. made the biggest deal about it. The bitch is her much like most of her and money. It's her money. What and is I, was, the I would say it was that. And then it's also like you know like he like she really loves him, but he was like more so like he was like an undercut. So he knew that as soon as she started like you know 
building her own hustle, whatever the fuck that may be, her clothing store, her music, whatever. Yeah. He was gonna like not actually be put the wayside. He, he like, wasn't needed eventually anymore. Eventually, she would realize he wasn't like she was doing that for herself. Like I said, like yeah, niggas is gold diggers too. And so like and I, and I Rashida, that's what it is. Rashida is like the quintessential like hood ass boss bitch. She don't need Kirk. Kirk is why? just like you know why does she, the nigga she fucks. But, I'm that, like tonight, but then whatever. that whole why question just comes down to when you just fall in love with somebody, you just fall in love with the wrong damn person. Really Real true. talk. Real talk. Like you know, so y'all, how far could you be pushed? Like, what is it going to take for you to be like, that's too much? Because he done, you know, I think for everybody, it's internationally. Just, yeah. And yeah, you make it, but people always be like, oh, well, yeah, I make it money. She make money, you know. It's, but it's, always it's different kind of for the, everybody. And I think the hardest part about this whole situation is that we're only seeing what we see on TV. Right. And so I truly do believe, because you even see when she talks about it on camera, she's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's. You can tell it's awkward. She just. She tries to. You know. She makes it seem like she. Yeah. She's upset and she's worried about it, but you know she's thought about what she's gonna. You know how she's gonna say things and she's a lot calmer than you would expect people to be. So I really think that she's collecting her reality show paycheck and letting her storyline. I really think she's letting that storyline, not on purpose. But didn't I don't he think she really she's, have a baby on. Her? Oh yeah, he definitely did. He definitely had a baby on her. For oh, sure. Uh, the paternity test was on the show and everything. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, guys. Oh, guys. This I, is, just, I just like hear, like, you know, and then afterwards, he has the nerve there to was, be like, I just want to, you know, work I just want to work. How can we figure this out? How can how can we get the past The baby this? mama wants how, the, how can we get past this? to hang Bish? out with Rashida's kids. And she was Bish? mad because Rashida wasn't trying to have her kids hang Bish? out with the other. because she won't clout. That's really what it is. Bitch, what? You don't exist. You know, but at the end of the day, in my opinion, no matter who's wrong as far as the parents go, I do think that I, it's it's a sticky situation. We're kids like, for sure. We're kids for sure. Because if you know, if I guess it kind of comes down to if you knew you had you know a half sister, or a half brother, would you want a relationship with them even though Probably your parents not. couldn't stand it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. Well, like, look at that answer. Look at the I'm No, I'm so I'm playing. I'm sorry. Pass. I, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't mean that. Stop it. Stop. But you know, but I think that's what it comes down to is, yeah. is what is for the kids what's best. Um, I think that the way that baby mama went about it was wrong. I think she was way too arrogant trying to be like, I want my kids to have a relationship with your but then kids. Again, blah, blah. like I'm mad at Kirk because I'm like, for, that's the like, woman you what? chose. Like yeah. that's the kind of woman you chose. And right. I get it, you know, men are just visual and then his penis just got hard when he looked at her. But I'm like, look at the kind of woman like, you, you chose to, account, to like, waste the next were, eighteen years of your life. Who you, who you were getting this pregnant bitch is mad because she's not getting limelight. I mean, off you. I still think she's so irrelevant in the situation to me. I think she was a little bopper dopper who caught caught an an opportunity and took it, got pregnant, and here she is me going to get her 15 minutes of fame. That's what I think she is. I think there's a lot of women like that. I think it's very common and we see it so much so she's kind of irrelevant to me i'm like whatever this bitch is a little crazy right she, she wants her camera anybody. time of course she's going to show up to the store and try and talk to the mama because she wants she needs airtime. whatever right whatever Can for me personally imagine? if she how she claims that she knew because she knew shakarth was she knew they was married she knew they were married so to me it's like you go into a situation like that and you have a kid like you kind of can't say you need to shut your mouth put your tail your tail between your legs and go raise your baby. Well, it's like you almost, you like you kind of knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, so like, like how, how, why, it, like, how, how is it that you... Really, like, not saying that, like, I, and I'm, I'm very, like, eh, about, like, how I speak about this. I'm like, you know, okay, like, you went into this situation knowing that you were the side chick. Your kids, like, they were not produced, not saying that they don't have, like, you know, like, some type of, I guess, 
you get what I'm saying, but like not saying that like they don't have like the same merit, but like you. Yeah, but you're, you have to understand what the situation. Like, like some airtime. You, you, like, you are. You, like, you're like, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. This whole situation because of what you exactly what situation like, as. If you had this whole baby on with the man you knew who was married, right. you went to the situation. Like, you do that shit. That case, you as a grown ass woman. Exactly. So you now can't later be mad that the wife doesn't want her family around you. Because that's the type yeah, of person bitch. that's that's a character trait that you have mm-hmm. that you seem to be okay with. Because yes, you say I know I was wrong, I know I was wrong, but it gave me the best thing in my life, which it did. It obviously did, and that kid is gorgeous. He's cute. Congratulations to that life of joy that you brought into the world. But you now cannot use this as a reason as to why you now should fit in with them. And on the flip you know side, I mean? that husband cannot use your relationship, his relationship with you as like, oh, she's just a side bitch not to take care of his kids. Right. On the flip right. side, it's like, it's like, you know. That too. It's, that too. It's, you know, a, that a too. He does. Sword, exactly. He doesn't like, need to take care of his opportunity. I just think that. Wish I will credit kudos him because he seemed like he's trying, but it's kind of like, damn, it's such a sad situation. I feel like it's he's trying because like, he knows that all eyes are on him and he needs to. Right, right. Because Kirk probably got a couple more kids out there we just don't know about. Kirk is so fucking sorry. Like, let's not even be Sorry, Kirk, but... Ashy ass. You are mean. You are a mean man. Could you imagine waking up to that every morning? Stop. Yeah. I'm a side bitch. I'm mad. I'm he's mad. just he's mean. He's, he's a mean just, person. I can't with him. He's mean? Uh, yeah, just all the, he's just a mean person. Like he's just selfish. Like, he just seems really vindictive and manipulative. For sure, for sure. And he does that face like what? Like, I was like, just, like, can we just talk bitch. about that? I don't even watch the show. I just don't like him as a person. Like I'm just like, oh this yeah, he's a horrible like, person. Social media. I'm just like, get the fuck off my fucking screen. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Like, and, he's pretending. and even, like, I get that there's two sides. You know, reality people are always like, oh, well, you only see what's on reality TV. And I get that it's edited and whatever, but at the end of the day, it's still you. <laughs> like, yeah. just like the same people who be like, oh, I'm a completely different person when I log into Twitter. No, you're not. <laughs> you're the right. same person. The same, uh, yeah, you may and have And at a that little... point, what you're putting out to the world is all we do know of you. So even if it's not you, that's all anybody's ever going to know. Right. Do you I know what I mean? I say so. I would absolutely say so. I definitely agree. I think. I we, also think was it 2018 year of the baby. There's a lot of babies born. You know, I, we are my uh, one of my. This is the thing. It's like all my closest girlfriends I went to school with. Like it's like six of us. We all had babies around the same time. time. Like even just like we're on like, my social all, media, like, like a lot of my people all I follow have kids. 26, 27, <laughs> 28. And I'm just like, damn. Like it must be like something in the fucking water. So I'm like. <laughs> Probably. What is what is like you know this like the the likelihood that we would all meet niggas that we just like yeah it's like, yeah I'm bust over for you I'm gonna have a baby like yeah I'm like was y'all just fucking like ignorant like that like are we just like you know like <laughs> no I think I think it's just you get to the like, age yeah. where you know you can well I think you get to and the age like, like, if just, I got pregnant it's not really it a big happened. deal yeah, that's how I was like, like, like I don't want to get pregnant but if I get pregnant I'm like oh it's not, fuck it's it. not yeah, it's I got not pregnant like, it's like oh yeah. shit I'm actually pregnant I'm like okay like let's now start planning putting shit together like I'm standing in my room telling my mom yeah I'm like I'm actually have like money in a career I can do this I can you know I can shake this shit and do this shit but I'm like fuck like bitch you're pregnant in nine months in April and May. This motherfucker will be here getting together. So I'm just like, okay, getting together. All right, we're gonna get. I'm like, all right, like shit. Like I'm like, oh fuck. But I mean, this all out. it's one of those things where I also like. I feel like since I've had my baby, 
I wanted to get a tuple. My doctor refused because of my age. She's like, I'm not going to I refuse. I refuse. Ah, not, not that I'm saying you need to have more kids. That's just, that's something. A per, it's a personal choice, right? It's very personal very choice. Personal, it's for sure. very personal. And I think that's why I always describe people doing it at, like she said, at this age. Mm-hmm. Not because it's not like, it, it is I'm not, not a decision valid, that right. you're, yeah that your decision is not valid or what you are wanting. I just think mm-hmm. it's a really big decision in your life, and we're just we're just so young, not in pertaining to having kids young, mm-hmm. but just young in life. Still, we have so far to go. We just you just never know where the world's gonna take you. So to make really big life changing like life changing decisions. I, like I will that, say this like I I don't I don't disagree bit. with you. I I had this conversation with my doctor in detail and like this is my thing. It's like you know a tubal is it is semi permanal surgery. So it's not like permanent permanent permanent. But how many like, times do you want somebody cutting up into you? You know and rearranging stuff. And I get that. So I told her I was like you know I kind of want to be done. Like, well, it's like I don't want to be part of like it's like I don't want to say this. Like, I feel funny saying this, but I don't want to be part of like regret if you tie them and for whatever reason you cannot put them back together and you can't have babies mm-hmm. so i was like okay i get that so i talked to different surgeons like well i can do your surgery but i can't do it till a couple months after i was like well no bitch it's like, i'm about to be fucking as soon as like you know mm-hmm. i'm good it's like so i need birth control right now yeah i was like Cause as soon as i can yeah. so i'm gonna get you know you know my back blown out. <laughs> but she was you know it's one of those things when you talk to your doctor and like she was kind of like we had the conversation with each other and i will say um you know, like getting pregnant, especially at this age, this is what our our bodies like like a lot of the time. Oh, you're biologically ready, and I'm like, no, that's why birth control is so important. Because like, yeah. if you don't actually want to do that, like, yeah. that's important that you mm-hmm. have like the proper precautions to like prevent your body from doing that, so on and so forth. And so I've had the conversation. So now, like, what we're deciding to do is I'm actually going to go back and get birth control whenever I'm cleared in that. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I need, like, no matter what happens, I need to be on put up birth control because I'm not trying to get pregnant, you know, mm. between here and then. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I will say I wish there was more paperwork and more legal, like, I guess, research, jargon, paperwork, whatever, in between, between the people who actually want to get tubules and people who don't want to get tubules like to actually say that if you don't actually want to have a baby here's legal paperwork you can sign it don't have a baby like you know if you don't want to sign the paperwork that way i'm not held liable as a physician that way if i really oh, they said, already have that i feel like they should have that they already. do but it's it's still too kind of vague i feel for my liking and i feel for a lot of people's liking to actually do that I'm like you know like i actually don't want to have a baby like let me sign this paperwork right. so on and so forth that way like i you're not held responsible. You're not socially held responsible. And then also, I feel like, you know, socially, attitudes have to change. Like, if I said, if I come to you as my doctor, I don't want to have babies. Like, don't fucking question me on that. <laughs> I told her, I was like, you know, I was but like. But you know what? But that's what they should. Like, they should. They I'm should starting question a fucking PhD on, program. Like, but, I don't want no babies. Like, I got no, shit to they, do. They should question you on anything you bring into their office. They anytime. should. But then at the because same time, so I should question them. Like, right? Like, yeah. I, no. Like, you know, I, I should have the, like. You shouldn't get flustered when I'm asking you questions. And that like I do agree. You. If they're getting flustered, so that's a whole nother like situation. Yeah, like yeah, I, if no, I'm to get my kids, like that you know. shouldn't be it. Their their only thing it should be to they, answer they my shouldn't questions. be emotionally reacting right to what you're asking. As yeah. far as like you should no don't do this because it's wrong. That's not what anybody wants to hear. Do you know what I mean? And that right. shouldn't be an excuse. So right. that's not what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. think I'm just saying as far as where we're, we just never know where that's going to take us. Mm-hmm. And I think, and even just like, you know, when you had your 
<laughs> my what? <laughs> when you when things happen, like we, it's not like it's something that's just like enhancing you or something right, or changing right. something. Like it's it is it's a it's it's a big deal, and I think physically and just what is what you're actually doing right and i think and i think that's where i come from is not that what and, and it, i, it I wouldn't wrong. say you're wrong in coming from that perspective because a lot of the time there are so many i'm, people, I'm a pisces i'm like all about like fluidity I, and I'm, I'm a water sign too like, like i get it like i like get like it <laughs> so i think when i just hear cutting off what we were blessed to do i think that's more what it is uh-huh so far, like as of yet. Now it's different if you were like, it's you've lived your life, you've had a baby, she's growing up, and you're like, I don't want no more. Like I really don't. Then it'd be like, girl, um, you know, I get it. But you know, even now you can get it. You've already had her now, so but even I though mean, you've been I through mean, all of that, so you have a lot kids more. At all, like just being like, I don't want kids. Like you know, like, and I, I totally get what you're saying. I get what the people in between, like on the <laughs> other side, like I get what everyone's saying. I'm just like, okay, like I, I get it. Like I just. You know, for me, I'm like, I already had one. I want them, but I'm like, stop it. I want them to get rid of them She was terrible. Rip my no, pussy apart. I like, I don't want them for kids. I know. No, I feel like, like, you know, it, but you're not alone either. That, that's yeah, it's, it's something that is so common, too, and I think that's why it's good to talk about because absolutely, I'm still all about women's choice, and mm-hmm. I feel like the government and doctors shouldn't be able to dictate. If I say one something, you can't tell me that I don't. If I make a decision and I change my mind later, that's on me. Right. Do you know what I mean? So right. I definitely do uh, agree with that. So I feel like the only problem becomes when, you know, I feel like it's not a large percentage, but I do think there are women who do make that choice and then regret it later on. And they turn around and kind of not blame, but they, I feel like they do tend to blame whoever, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. This is my thing. It's like, this, this is what I'm like, I'm like, okay, at that point, if you sign legal paperwork, you know, right. fuck, if you like know, like December 31st, 2010, I signed paperwork that I do not want to have. Or I want to get that's a That's interesting. That's very interesting that you bring that up. Like, I thought that it was, like, already a thing. Like, I thought no, you would have and, to do and, that. And you would think that because that's, like, you know? that, that's, that's, like, the weird. most, like, that they don't that's already have That's the most, that. like, you know, like, why don't you already have that in place? Like, they, to a certain degree, to a certain extent, they have that in yeah. place, right? But, like, not. No, it should be black and white. No, not to the full extent that it protects surgeons and the people who are requesting it. I'm like, okay, like, if you say that, fucking be sure. Yeah. Because if you don't be, if you're not sure, like there are long, there's like a birth control and IUED that like is what is good for twelve years that protects you right like twelve okay, years. Twelve years. So like if you don't feel like you want to have kids, like get on birth control. And I, I get like people are not always sure about the symptoms of birth. I'm not, you seem I'm, sure. I'm not <laughs> sure about like you know like Morena. I'm, I'm that's that's the birth control they're about to put into me like here in a few weeks. I'm just like you know which like, one I'm is right, it? Morena, the IUED. Is that the twelve like year one? Like no, it's, it's like the, it looks like it's like this. five years. It, it is. It's like, like five a years. Thingy? Okay. The copper one, which is like the copper version of Marina, is like twelve years. I don't want that one because like copper. It's a little too long. Yeah, I'm just like it's a long it's a ass long. time. But I was like, you know, I, I do research. five years. That's enough time for me to finish, you know, my degree and like really decide and assess at that point. Do I want to get another one? You just put it in one? once and it just yeah to get another. What get does it do? One. I heard it like does it like catch? It catches the. So put into your cervix. It thickens your cervix to the point that sperm can't pass per, past your cervix to end like get into like your uterus to impregnate you. And that's like my very basic understanding of science. Yeah, I knew I knew like, it was something about blocking sperm or something. Right, right, right. And so like, um, <laughs> it's one of those things where 
Um, I've read like reviews on it, and it's like one of them. Like, it can cause you to do this, cause you to do that. I'm, like, I've always like personally for me, I've always wanted to stay as far the fuck away from birth control as I possibly could. Just like tie my tubes that way. I know I can't get pregnant. Like fucking. Same. But my doctor won't do that, and like the doctor, the doctor I found that will do that, she can't do it for a few more months. Like either, or I still need to be on some kind of birth control between right. now and then. So it's one of those things where women kind of have like you know run an uphill battle as far as like having real reproductive justice decide like what we want for our bodies, Man. whether it's you know yeah. birth control, tubal litigations. Um, you know, all this mm-hmm. other stuff that we have access to that we don't really have access yeah. to. Yeah, which is weird. It's my body. So like, that, I told that, us, that, so people that say, nigga, get a vasectomy. Oh, I just see my nut come out. I'm like, nigga, get a vasectomy. Low key. Get a vasectomy. So we're done, so I need you to pull all that stuff up out of there, okay, me? Right. I'm like, It's an interesting contrast, because I highly, highly, highly doubt men have all this adversity whenever they're trying to get a vasectomy. And I get that vasectomy is reversible, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know the... But, I mean, supposedly, so are the two tanks. It would say, but how reversible is it all? But at the end of the day, the argument, it's not always about health or about, you know, whatever. It kind of comes down to what you Desire. Do you You really want want a baby? Your husband may... Your parents may want somebody. Which goes right back to what we were talking about earlier about how it's just, like, so much more expectation from women when it comes to children and babies and having them or not having them and... All of that, because you're right. You could just, if you, especially if you're in, if you're with having only sex with one person, you know, be like, well, you have a vasectomy instead, and mm-hmm. we can we can solve this right now. So true. But all right, guys, really willing to have that. So I guess what we'll do here today. This is a good uh, first segment. This was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, thanks we'll for edit it. You know, <laughs> it, was a, it was a rough one, but no, I thought I mean, it was great. It, it, it was, it was good. It was good. Was like I've, I've had rougher for gonna, sure. So I will say, this, go ahead, babe. Guys I hope you invite us back. I will definitely invite lit. y'all back because we had a great conversation. Uh, let's go find somewhere we can get drinks uh, yeah, for real. Lucky I'm hungry. I wasted quite a bit of tequila. Like maybe three shot worth. I was really fucking mad. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, damn it. And it, was so, like, and it was so quiet. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then we look up and like, oh no, it was a casual spill. So, but there goes that. So, what I will do is let's go get drink somewhere else. Um, this is the last episode of this season. Season I finale. Not see y'all again season finale until dishes? September. Yes, y'all are. Y'all are special to me, and that's why I want y'all. You know, what I'm saying, got y'all a bottle of shit. Okay. But um. We'll be back in September with a whole new set of issues to tackle. I'm so thankful that you guys have been here with me this entire season. And thank you to Vicky and Vera for coming here to, like, really talk about motherhood with me in the way that it deserves to mm-hmm. be talked about this last time. <laughs> love y'all. And thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram at the Slayla Show. That's S L A Y Y Y E S T E Show. Um, Damn, on Twitter, no, no, the just Slayla Show. Um, just like you know, fuck with us. Like we're on the come up, nigga. Fuck with us now before Basically. our price goes up. Because mm-hmm. if it goes up, you can be the fourth. Fuck with nigga now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with us, and we love you. Thank you for believing in my vision, and have a good one. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Peace, y'all. Yeah. <laughs>